0: people who know me, they're like, oh, I don't, like, it's a great game, but like, I feel so bad erasing your art. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't care.
1: Welcome to Talking Simulator, a series of short conversations about video games with interesting people who play them. I'm Jordan Erica Weber, And in this episode, I discuss the interactive coming of age story, if found, with my guest, Leah Young.
0: Hi, I'm Leah Young. I'm an artist working with Dreamfeel, and I'm also the
1: lead artist on Dreamfeel's game, If Found. And I live in Ireland. If Found takes place on the sketch-filled pages of a diary, telling the story of a young woman called Cassio who has returned home to an island off the west coast of Ireland in the early 1990s. This game is stunning and moving and made me cry twice... In both its visual style and the way you play, progressing the story by erasing the images on screen, it is unlike anything I've ever played. I really recommend you check it out. We don't spoil any of the plot points here, so go ahead and listen to this conversation first. To start us off, I'll let Leah explain how she describes the game. Say like you're at the pub and your friends are like, oh, so what have you been working on? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's this thing called If Found. And they're like, oh, what is that? Like, what do you say? I call it um, a story game. And I also kind of call
0: it like an interactive comic because it's like 2D images that you interact with by erasing them. And some of it kind of moves around and
1: stuff. I guess calling it an interactive comic is good for you as well, because that puts your work right at the front of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, like trying to sell it to people that I know. (laughs) Uh, Although I do have friends that play games and like they play them a lot more than me. So I think like when I tell them I work on a game, they're like immediately interested and stuff like that. I think I'm the only one. Like I play games less than my friends, definitely. Like even my mom is more into games than I (laughs) (laughs) am. Has she played it? yeah yeah she has yeah my whole family has what did she think of it yeah she loved it uh yeah big fan what's nice is like people play it expecting a game though like my friends they're like oh game yeah i'd love to play but then like they're it and they're like what was that (laughs) it felt like more like a story like a comic sort of thing so i actually do sell it more as a game and then they're like that was like a comic or like that you've drawn so it's like a
1: surprise reveal yeah yeah i usually sell
0: it more like that actually yeah
1: So if you were describing then the visual style of the game, is that how you describe it? Just like, it's just like a comic?
0: Yeah, I also kind of, I describe it more like a diary because like when I was drawing it, I was kind of like treating it like kind of putting myself in Cassio's position and like interpreting what her, like how her day was, like through like drawings and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a notebook of like her processing her day sort of thing. So when I was... um working on If Found. I actually started my own like kind of like visual diary similar to Casio's and like every day I'd kind of like draw like
1: things that happened that I took note of and stuff like that. That's so interesting what you say about the fact that you had a diary kind of exactly the same kind of thing that Casio does in the game like you were drawing stuff that happened in your day because I was wondering when I was thinking up questions for for you I was like do you do art like this normally or did you have to kind of change your style for the game
0: oh no like me and Laura kind of connected over our love of like indie comics and we both loved like cartoonists that drew like early comics day it's every February 1st and kind of comic artists would draw like every hour they would draw like a little comic about something that happened in their day and it's just a great exercise to be like observational about the little things that happen during your day and I've been doing them every year and that's kind of what started how I think about like how people who draw kind of like autobiographical comics like see themselves and stuff like that so um when we were working on this I kind of thought about like what would my kind of uh, diary look like so I started kind of like drawing to kind of see how like it flows out of you that thought process of like interpreting how your day went
1: and stuff like that. Was the game designed to be a journal before you joined the project or did you join and then you decided to make it a journal?
0: Yeah me and Laura both when we were coming up with the story in the like very very early days as
1: we were coming up with stuff like we were
0: both like writing and like doodling in these like spiral notepads and then like by the after a couple of days you were kind of looking at that and we were both like this visually looks very (laughs) interesting all these like marks that you draw around the margins and stuff like that and uh, that was sort of a thing we wanted to explore we were really interested in like the layers of like a sketchbook or a notebook or a diary so that's kind of how tying with the like idea of like a young person living on an island off the coast of Ireland and the interest in the erasing mechanic that's kind of how it all tied together because it was the, from like those very early days of like flipping through being like wouldn't it be cool if this became the game <laughs> sort
1: of thing <laughs> yeah what was it like drawing art that was made to be erased was that a weird feeling for you not really at all like i didn't really think of
0: it as that like when I was making it, because I was like, I'm here to like fill out Cassio's diary. Hmm. But interestingly, I think people playing the game have more of an issue with the erase mechanic, especially I found people who know me. They're like, oh, I don't, like it's a great game, but like I feel so bad erasing your art. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't care. But like uh, sometimes when I was like drawing for Casio's like diary, I did often think about when I didn't like a piece and I was like really physically erasing (laughs) (laughs) the a drawing I was like yeah this does feel good
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's really cathartic yeah so how would you say that the the art that you made for this game kind of ties into the story like how does it convey the emotion of the story that Laura and the others were trying to tell
0: I think that when I was drawing like my own diary about like my daily diary I guess I noticed that, like, when I was drawing myself, like, I wouldn't do, like, a really rendered portrait of myself. I would just draw, like, uh, a really simple drawing, like, two dots and a nose and long hair <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> like, when I was drawing my friends, i draw them, like, really nice and stuff. When I was drawing myself, like, I don't know, waking up, you know, it's just, like, a mess of hair coming out of the bed. So <laughs> how that translated over, I think, is, like, in If Found. Um, sometimes Cassio draws herself really scribbly, depending on her, like, emotional state, like, if she's, like, nervous or shy, or if she's, like, frustrated, she becomes, like, kind of this scribbly avatar of herself. And I think I really like how that, like, translates into the game, because it feels like a very real (laughs) thing that artists do. And then when, like, it's moments, like, really emotional moments, or, like, points of high emotion with, like, other characters, then Cassio becomes a lot more detailed or the drawings get a lot more dreamy and stuff like that. So I think or I like to hope that, you know, there's a lot of emotion in these like personal
1: drawings that Cassio is making. Did you carry on drawing a kind of daily journal after you were finished on the game? Um actually no. Uh <laughs> it's hard work. <laughs> um
0: but I I think every now and again, like sometimes like if something like interesting happens and you want to like I do keep up notebooks actually like where I like draw kind of like studies of stuff around me or ideas in my head and like if something interesting happens I still draw like the little avatars and stuff like that um actually last year I had like a journal a diary planner or something like with with a calendar and square boxes in it of like the whole year and I did like a drawing in that every day like a, a little tiny little drawing every day. But um, by about summer, I was like, "This is so much." (laughs) I think. (laughs) um, I think also, the start of like twenty twenty one was like really like an awful time. Like it was intense lockdowns and stuff. And summer, we were kind of coming out of lockdowns, and I like life was somewhat like becoming social again Mm. and when I look back at those like months of tiny little drawings I do think that they like served a purpose because like they showed like kind of frustration like the little boxes
1: kind of represented like kind of feeling trapped sometimes is there a sense for you in which drawing is able to kind of record that way better than say if you did a written journal
0: yeah totally like I think well, not really, but I think like for me personally, mm. yeah. Mm. I think if it was written, I wouldn't be as inclined to look at it again. Which <laughs> I have written diaries, but I haven't really like picked them up again. Mm. But I find that like when they're written, you can just like flip through and see. And like it, it really brings you back to exactly what happened that day, because you're also like drawing like where you were and such. And you re- it really throws you back into that emotional state. So hopefully that translated over to If Found as
1: well. You said earlier that you weren't thinking about the fact that your drawings were going to be erased, but I wonder if you were thinking about how they were going to be arranged in the game, like how they were going to be layered on top of each other or what pages they were going to be on, or did you just treat them like individual pieces?
0: Actually, when I, the story of If Found changed so much over the time that we were doing it, that was kind of hard to like, keep on top of like, where everything was going. And then I kind of just like as I saw the script and heard the story like I just drew and drew constantly kind of like Cassia Wood in in her diary she was just like drawing as she experienced it sort of thing and then like over the course of was it five years I think we were working on it. Found I ended up just having like there was like piles of paper on my (laughs) desk like unimaginable (laughs) amounts of paper like bags of it and like piles on my desk and every single piece of art was scanned in and basically chopped up and rearranged sort of thing so it found as kind of like a lovely big collage of (laughs) that time actually.
1: That's so cool I was actually going to ask about whether there were changes that were made to your drawings so like you drew them they got scanned in they got put in the game did they get altered after that like did they get like you said kind of chopped up or like flipped or anything like that?
0: Oh my god so much Uh, (laughs) but in a really exciting way like drawings that were done in like who knows 2017 were next to like drawings from like 2020 (laughs) so um but that's why it felt like really nice looking collage but it was also like just like I think sometimes I would kind of like sketch something an idea kind of carelessly but that kind of had like the looseness that would be in an actual diary that where really you weren't thinking about that. So uh, that made the final cut.
1: <laughs> That's so interesting. It's also fascinating what you say about drawings from like three years apart being right next to each other. Because I know artists, friends of mine, they think that their style changes quite a lot over the course of a few years. You know, people go on Twitter and they're like, oh, this is me five years ago. And here's what I draw like now. Do you feel like your art has changed quite a lot in those years and that those drawings, do they seem different to you? Personally,
0: yes. But also, it's kind of endearing. (laughs) Um, Like, obviously, I'm not going to like the art that I did as much in 2015. But I also think it kind of uh, is really good for a fan because like, some of those early drawings are at the start of Cassio's diary. So maybe like, she's like, not as warmed up drawing or something. Or like, if the drawings aren't good, it all kind of like, is good for the story because... It could be in moments where Cassio's unsure, or she's just laughing. You you can't be good at drawing every day, so <laughs> 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 that's well reflected. Um, so, but most of the time, I th-
1: I could say I can tell more than other people, so I don't really mind. <laughs> so, what about the kind of day to day of working on the game then for you? Because, like you said, it was it was several years. Was it just through all that time? It was just drawing, or did it change from the beginning to the end of the project?
0: And um, it really was just drawing. Uh, <laughs> but like, a lot of it was coming up with like, the story compared to like, drawing what was in the script. So like, I was drawing a lot of like, there was a huge cast of characters at the start, and all these different kind of like environments around the island, like there was a lighthouse, and there was a scene on a boat in the sea. And there was a cabin in the woods, like, and uh, these were all drawn in different styles. So it was just kind of like exploring a lot of stuff and it's interesting that like that exploration so much of that does make it into the game like the characters aren't there but a lot of
1: their houses are (laughs) how interesting it's like making use of concept art because instead of having a concept artist and then a a game artist it's it's just you
0: yeah totally and like I think like sometimes people like uh complain that like sometimes the concept art doesn't quite translate over to the finished product Mm. but that makes me feel like I'm like wow I'm so like thankful that like I get to like combine both roles because it's really exciting so like I could like come up with concepts and then it becomes exactly how I hoped it
1: would so it's very exciting. Can we talk a bit more about how your work interacted with the work of others on the team? So obviously you were kind of really closely involved with Laura and coming up with the story and stuff. But as far as when you were drawing, like, did you then get feedback from the other people on the team? So I'd kind of like be given like maybe a rough outline of
0: what the script or what a scene would look like. And I would kind of like as if I was, again, back to the like daily diary, I would kind of like draw it out on a page like kind of half storyboarding, half, like, illustrating the story Mm. sort of thing. And I would kind of show those sketches and kind of get feedback that way. And then sometimes they'd be, like, fleshed out a bit more into bigger drawings. But sometimes those, like, sketches would become her diary sort of thing. So it felt like a really organic drawing process. I think that's, like, another thing that really lended to, like, how personal the diary might feel, because it really was just like, like illustrating a diary, actual diary. And then Brie Brianna too, was kind of like the person that would translate my physical drawings over into like, the game was really helpful at like, laying them out and colouring them.
1: Yeah, they were great help. What was that like seeing your art kind of transformed into the game?
0: Oh, it was so exciting. I think like, because I work on like physical paper. So but like, it to be handed over to like laura brie tim like and then to like get it back in all these amazing iterations moving around spinning around (laughs) uh, (laughs) erased right off the page it looks like it brought such a like extra impact to drawing which was so exciting so
1: you didn't have any involvement with making the images move or anything like that
0: uh no sometimes i had a few ideas uh of like, I was like, I was hoping that this could like flicker or something. (laughs) Or like, maybe a light comes on there. But it always just blew me away what they could do with my like scans, my hundreds of
1: scans. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered about some of the images that are kind of animated, because I wondered if you'd done any of them in like a kind of flipbook style, or was that all done afterwards by Brie?
0: Probably half and half. Some, I think some moments, like maybe that I might have thought were significant, like actually I think it came from everyone like I can't remember who came up with it but like the drawing of like Casio's dog and then like it like it erases and then like it's shown like petting the dog like that's drawn like a slipbook animation sort of thing but uh you know that sort of stuff where you're just like
1: I think it'd be nice if there was another frame or something <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Did seeing your work on the screen make you more interested in exploring digital art or are you always going to be a paper person?
0: I love digital art, but I just, for me, it like it can't replace the feeling of pencil on paper or pen on paper. I got an iPad and like the fancy screen to like emulate the pencil feeling but it still it doesn't feel the same it still feels like digital drawing I just enjoy drawing on paper so much and I can draw digitally if need <laughs> and I do colour digitally I think like for example the colours in it found are just so vibrant and stuff like I really like colouring digitally but for drawing like I just like will draw on paper probably forever whether I want to or not <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did the work of any of the other people on the team affect how you approached your art? So I'm thinking about like the writing and the and the music and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, like the writing team, Laura and Eve were just... I know I helped Laura come up with the original concept, but Laura and Eve as like a writing team were like so strong and just the scenes that they were giving me were um, so beautiful and poignant and stuff. So definitely I try to like when I was reading the script and I like really... Like to a point i would kind of like really
1: emphasize that by like drawing it a few times or like draw a few expressions or something when it came to cassio's journal what kind of research did you do into her world so i'm thinking specifically like ireland in the 90s like did you do a lot of research to kind of explore that
0: what was really exciting about the research for that is i looked through a lot of like like family albums for like references for like furniture and stuff and also (laughs) outfits (laughs) so like Cassio's mom's kitchen like is based on like my auntie's kitchen and like the christmas scenes like all the decorations like a lot and the furniture are based on like christmas dinners from when I was a child of the photos I could find and also like Cassio's blue fleece is based on a blue fleece I had as a child because I associate so much of 90s Ireland with fleeces <laughs> <laughs> and baggy clothes so that's why everyone has quite baggy clothes But um, I think a lot about, like, thought a lot about of 90s Irish television, like the toy show and music bands like Boyzone and stuff like that. So I tried to have that reflected as much as possible as well
1: with like a Boyzone poster. What was it like for you drawing Ireland and Irish environments? Like, how did you find that? I really liked it. I really like drawing
0: Ireland. I'm born and raised in Dublin but when I was in college I like made friends with a lot of people from the west of Ireland like deep in the countryside and I would visit them a lot and I hadn't really been to the rest of Ireland before I was in college and able to like get buses over and stuff yeah. and I think that was a huge influence for me like it was kind of nice being able to see it like at that age and be like oh my god this is on the other side of the country so I really drew on that a lot when coming up with locations and stuff unfortunately I've never been to Ackle Island I don't know if I should say that (laughs) so I had so I did I had to uh use a lot of photo reference and like google maps and stuff like that and sadly like since the pandemic started I've like visited so many islands around Ireland like after I finished the work on If Found so Ackle Island's definitely on the list I'm sure the locals won't get cross with you if they're listening to this. Ackle residents out there, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love your island from what I've seen, and I can't wait to visit.
1: <laughs> how about when it came to drawing the characters? Like, how did you make sure that they were distinct enough in this kind of journal style?
0: Yeah, um, the characters were developed over a long period of time, like going back to from 2015 to. I think Colum and Jack were developed in like twenty seventeen maybe. So mm. I'm not really sure. I think when we started the work on Ifen, we were designing like a huge range of characters and for us like the designs for Casio and Shams like stood out to us the most. So we were just like, these are our main characters. <laughs> and I think Cassio's I don't know Cassio's long blonde hair was quite easy to
1: translate into like that simple style like Mm. she's quite identifiable so how about the other characters like how did you make sure that players would be able to tell at a glance which one was which and like how they were different
0: I think it comes down to like I don't know how they appear in the writing like Colum and Jack are like these like kind of cheeky chaps I guess so like I tried to like I just show a lot in the expression and stuff like that and I thought a lot about like their clothes uh, uh, and what they wore and stuff so like I thought about like how they present themselves and like how they feel about presenting themselves so like Jack was like really stylish so I always made sure he was well dressed and stuff and I always I thought Colm didn't care much so he would throw on whatever was around (laughs) sort of thing and Shance is the fashion icon of the game. So they're always wearing uh, fabulous, vibrant clothes and big jackets and such.
1: Were they your favourite one to draw?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, Shance had the best fashion sense, but their hair was so hard for me to draw. Uh, I don't miss that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I designed it, and I could. It was a struggle every time. <laughs> it was too fabulous for me. What about the character creator at the end of the game? Did you draw the kind of different parts for that? How did you go about that?
0: Yeah, it was really exciting to draw a character creator. Like I'd done, like a few pick crews and stuff. I drew that like on paper as well, which made it quite hard because it was like (laughs) with the like light box, like an animation light box trying to do it. But it was so exciting coming up with like the different, like thinking about like the different styles that Casio might pick up, like when she's older, like would she go long hair, would she get piercings, like what's her like fashion style and stuff. That was really exciting.
1: So, what about this project challenged you the most? What was the kind of hardest thing for you? I um. <laughs> It was all so easy. <laughs>
0: just a walk in the park. <laughs> well, in a way, it was because, like, I had such like free reign on the project. Like, Laura really trusted me with the illustration side of it. That, like, it was just so nice that I got to bring like hundred percent my style to the game. I might say sorry again to the residents of Apple. <laughs> I might say that like it was kind of, it was hard to draw Ackle but not being there. I think I regret not having like physically visited. That would have been nice.
1: What was your favorite part of working on the game then?
0: I think my favorite part was I loved drawing the really nice moments of Cassio's diary. I loved drawing like the scene when she's like in the kitchen with the others, like trying their breakfasts and stuff. I love drawing the scene in the attic when she's like having a good chat with Chance.
1: How's the response been from players that you've seen? The
0: response has been really nice. I think my favorite response has been like people in Ireland who felt like it really had an impact on them or they really saw themselves in like Cassio and her family situation or maybe even chances or any of them. I don't know. It's kind of overwhelming in a way <laughs> how deeply it's touched people. But
1: uh, I'm really thankful. I've only heard good stuff. How does it feel to have critics commending the art in particular?
0: It's been totally surreal. I like. It's kind of like anyone comment on your art. Like Art can be so personal. Like Every drawing is like you put yourself into it. So you kind of just... I'm like thank you, <laughs> you on it too much because <laughs> like you're always just like I don't know thinking about the next wrong anyway. So, <laughs> you're just like thank you for liking
1: that. <laughs> so you said earlier that you don't play as many games as your friends, but presumably you get inspired by the visual style of other games. You know, you at least look at them. What other games do you like the look of and like the style of?
0: When I started working with Laura at Dreamfield, like I hadn't really heard of like indie games and stuff before. I wasn't aware of the world. Mm-hmm. So I was introduced to the game We Know the Devil. And I think as I came from a world of comics, I was shocked that, you know, art can look like this in a game. I had no idea before. And I was also shown like the catamites and stuff. And it made me realize like how expressive like that art in games can take any form, and that made me a lot more interested.
1: It's really exciting. So you said you come from comics. Do you draw inspiration from other artists in the world of comics? Yeah, a huge amount. I'd say that
0: being my main source of inspiration. There's this manga called My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness by Kabi Nagata, and that would have been a huge influence on this game. It's like an autobiography, Mm-hmm. And there's also like goodnight Pun Pun by Inyo Asano, and that has like the lead character is like this like bird avatar sort of thing, so that could also hugely translated it into if it found I think yeah, the way um cartoonists like express themselves in their autobiographical comic comics that was a
1: huge uh, influence in if found. Could you see yourself? doing that in future like making autobiographical art and selling it like making graphic novels I
0: possibly I think there's like a lot of autobiographical comics out there so I think I'd rather tell like other type of stories to be honest mm. I think I'll stick to like my early comics I think that's enough I think it's just a good exercise personally for me I don't think I want to like
1: publish a memoir yet I don't know <laughs> well you're young <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so Most artists I know seem to have like one thing that they love to draw and one thing that they really hate to draw. Do you have this and what are yours if so?
0: So like this kind of used to be more of a thing but then I think I kind of came to a term where like I reached a kind of point where I love drawing so much that I almost don't mind anything I have to draw because like everything becomes fun. So I would have said, and I probably still would say that like my favorite thing to draw is like people wearing nice clothes. <laughs> people were like expressing themselves in nice clothes. And I love drawing. I love fashion illustration. So that be that's always a huge influence for me. And I would probably say that drawing like cities and buildings and like really like man-made construction things I really struggle with but I also think like if your drawing process is fun then you can make that fun doesn't have to be like a perfect constructed drawing of a city (laughs) you know Um, I will also say that I think uh, no matter what like I can say that as much as I want but also like hands will always be <laughs> hands will always be an ordeal i think <laughs> for every artist i don't know why it is like we need hands
1: <laughs>
0: why can't they draw themselves i come up with something on this piece and i'm like oh amazing and then the hands will appear like this and i get to that part and i'm like oh no <laughs> so then there's like a side part where i'm trying to work out how the hand looks <laughs> in the drawing or like Taking photos of my own hands. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) Your phone just full of pictures of your own
0: hands. They are,
1: yeah. (laughs) One thing I know from following you on Instagram is that you've dedicated a lot of your time to drawing the members of BTS. Yes, it's true. If you were asked to illustrate a BTS video game, what kind of game would you imagine?
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Um, There is... I think I'd love to like illustrate a game of one of their music videos. They have like these really high concept music videos where they're like, there's like a scene in like kind of like a high art concept of them in a museum for their music video, Blood, Sweat and Tears. And there's like a lot of like references to like classical paintings and stuff like that. I think I'd love to illustrate like that kind of scene like something to do with them in the paintings just like really dramatic shadows and statues and stuff like that oh my god now I'm very excited
1: <laughs> this idea <laughs> I'm so sorry I don't have the budget for a PTS video game for you we can do it <laughs> to see Leah's gorgeous art in if found go ahead and download it on PC iOS or Nintendo Switch you should probably also follow Leah on Instagram at L-I-A-D-D-H for drawings of animals, members of BTS, and much more. My Instagram is mostly full of baked goods and the beginnings of my journey into sewing my own clothes. But if that sounds good to you, you can follow me too at Jerrica Weber, which is also my handle on Twitter. The podcast is on Twitter at SimPod, and you can email us at TalkingsimulatorPod at gmail.com. We recently got a lovely review on Apple Podcasts from someone who said this is the only video game podcast they listen to. Whether or not that is true for you, if you too have nice things to say about the show, you know where to go. Our music is by Jazz Mickle. You can find her at J-A-Z-Z-M-I-C-K-L-E. Talking Simulator is mixed by Lemmington's loveliest audio person, Dan Parks. If you need to make something sound good, you can find him at Dan C P A R K E S. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. Talk again soon.
0: I live in Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) That is going to be super relevant in this interview. I I always forget to add that.